Hello, hello, hello. We are back for another quarantine film review. Alright, um, I guess this is animated that I can really get for you guys. But I did want to cover the film Extraction. Uh, another Netflix film. I've actually been enjoying watching a lot of their films, television shows. Some of them have been super, super corny and I'm like, how was this ever made? Uh, and then the other ones, I'm like, why did I ever get a call for this? I don't understand. Like, I do acting. You guys could have hit me up. I would have been down to do this. Uh, Extraction uh, is starring the lovely, lovely, lovely Thor, or as some people like to call him by his government name, uh, Chris Hemsworth. And then, of course, the other lead actor, and I apologize, I so apologize if I'm butchering this kid's name. He plays Ovi, which is primarily the whole purpose of the entire film. Okay. Rudrakash uh, Jaiswal. I think that's how you pronounce it, and Randeep Puda is in this as well. Um, so the director is Sam Hargrave, and um, primarily, as you know, Netflix would describe it to you, like a hardened mercenary's mission becomes a soul-searching race to survive when he's sent to Bangladesh to rescue a drug lord's kidnapped son. Uh, and that's primarily how they describe it on their little uh, summary for Netflix. But I did want to go over uh, little things that I did enjoy about the film. So when they open it up, it's open in obviously the heated city. It's this empty traffic, which is primarily the hinting towards at some point later on in the in the film. Uh, we see uh, Thor coming out. He's shooting at a couple of en- uh, enemies. And you're like, wow, he really took that to heart after he decided to like, you know, give everything over to Valkyrie and, uh, you know, annoy Star-Lord and then turn around and start killing aliens but now he becomes like the head director like out in London for like the MIB you know it gets crazy so now he's he's now he's done he's done with that lifestyle he's like I'm shooting people now so (laughs) we go into Mumbai India and we are introduced to the entire purpose of this entire film Ovi. So Ovi is your typical kid. He just wants to go to school. He wants to hang out with his friends. He's thinking about girls, but they don't necessarily explain who daddy is. And this is like a nice, uh, smooth introduction because you're just curious about this kid. You're like, all right, what's this kid's deal? And when he gets home after hanging out with his friends, you know, he is a little, he's reprimanded very briefly. Like, you know, your father always says you have to go straight home after school, straight home. And this is obviously a rule that the kid doesn't want to, like, abide by. And you find him there playing the piano. He has this gorgeous house. You're like, wow, man, I would trade your life right now. Like, I would love that. And <laughs> so, you know, later on, he gets a text message from his friends. They all want to hang out again at the club. So they're going to go hang out. He sneaks out. He's not supposed to. And this is where the action really flares up. So now the kid has made a choice to sneak out and not abide by his father's rules, which again, you haven't seen the father yet. And he ends up being kidnapped. Now he's kidnapped because an officer goes up to him and his friend. They're outside smoking pot and they throw the pot like, oh, I don't know, I got there, that's not mine. And when they do that, the officer makes like a strange line over to the uh, to his friend, and he goes, "You have your whole life ahead of you." And then he shoots the kid in the head, and I was like, "Wow, um, did you mean by three seconds?" And then they take Ove, and that is where it ends. And then you see later on where Ove's father is. Now you understand. Daddy's in prison. He's a major drug lord, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have connections outside, obviously. So he's pissed off because the person who was assigned to take care of his son, he has his own family, but he didn't do a good job taking care of the drug lord's son. So he threatens him, like, if you would like your son to see his next birthday, I would advise you to find my kid. Like, just <laughs> just throwing it out there, boo. Uh, that's probably really how his father uh, does that. 
So now this guy is out to find his kid because he's got to bring his kid back. We find out that the kid is out in Dhaka. And uh, we now move on to the next scene of how the two, the, how these two actually come together. And now we're introduced to find that our Norse, uh, Norse god, Thor, is actually from Australia. He's pretending to be a human named Tyler. And he's told about this mission, you know, what he has to do. And you learn very quickly. He... So there's a difference between being, you know, carefree and a reckless carefree. And he's more or less of that reckless carefree. He is an alcoholic. He keeps having these small flashbacks of obviously of this particular child, which you automatically assume has to be his kid and a wife that he once loved or whatever. But we don't really necessarily find out what truly happens to them. Uh, oh, I know I'm five minutes in, but spoilers, just in case, because I honestly I don't trust myself because I get so excited about my films, and I'm like, ah, and I just start spitting out everything. So if you're five minutes in and you're like, spoilers, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I waited so late to tell you. Um, but if you are a fan of Bit and Apple TV, you should know that I have a history of this. If you're not, I apologize, and welcome to Cadmania. But now we go back to, we go back to Tyler slash Thor. Uh, he is now sending, he's going out to India and he's, he ends up, you know, meeting up with them because he needs proof to see that the kid is still alive before they decide to pay up the ransom. Um, now this is all obviously just a setup because they're just going to take the kid and go. He sees that the kid is alive and I thought it was kind of cool, uh, to listen to, uh, them go back and forth this tense situation of, uh, Thor speaking. I'm, I apologize. It's either Punjabi or Hindi. Um, I'm not sure because I haven't gotten really good with that language yet, even though I spent a lot of time at the temples for like Navaratri and uh, the ceremonies for like Hanuman and Mahakali. So I'm still like learning. Um, so I apologize once again if I butchered it. I'm so sorry. I, don't, I didn't know which language it was, but I just was like, okay, that's cool. And I liked the fact that you can show that he is... I guess not an uneducated mercenary. He's not all about like, you know, guns blazing. He's sitting there trying to use his head and he understands like enough to go proof. The guy's like money, proof, money, proof, money. Like I'm pretty sure someone can make a rap song out of that kind of thing. But uh, he ends up seeing where the kid is. He counts how many people are in that facility. So this way he can figure out how many people he has to kill to obviously get the kid. So now they have this game plan where he gets the kid, gets to a boat, the boat gets him to a chopper, boom, out of the city. Supposed to be an easy plan, right? But nothing in life is easy. So he kills all the people, obviously. He goes back, he gets the kid, and now they're making their way through the forest so this way they can get to the boat. His team, who some of his team members who are on the boat, something goes wrong. We got some people who are off the boat on the side watching the boat to see exactly what's going on. The drug lord who kidnapped Ovi has some deep pockets. So what ends up happening is the police, uh, henchmen, uh, anyone who just breathes. Like, if you have an organ, you're working for this dude. So he doesn't want this kid getting out. And now they start to close in on them. So his half his team ends up getting killed because they're trying to figure out how to get this kid out. And he ends up on the run now with this kid. So now he's trying to figure out how is he going to get this kid out. And he... Uh, is doing it for the money, but he's also doing it again for that reckless, carefree attitude because you can tell that he truly wants to die. He's just simply not going to kill himself. He's going to allow someone else to do it. But I guess you have to be a worthy opponent. Much like the... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Was I th- I'm sorry, I'm throwing too many Thor things in there uh, because that's obviously my husband. He just tends to forget sometimes that we're married. It's cool, Chris, baby, I still love you. Um, so... <laughs> um, 
you follow them on this journey of him just purely trying to just simply survive with this kid. And at some point, even one of his team members tells him like, um, this doesn't seem worth it anymore. And I think you should get out. And he doesn't abandon the job, not one bit. He doesn't step away from it. He finds a way to help, uh, help this kid towards the end, all the way to the very end. He finds a way to get this kid out. Now, what makes this movie fun is the fact that, one, this is not a way that people are used to seeing uh, seeing my baby, <clears throat> my husband. They're not used to seeing him like this. And it's so easy to go back and go, oh, okay, Thor, you know, because that's that's his, his, his like almost become his brand. So now he's also branching out, you know, he's doing all these other projects. And you're kind of like, oh, he's he's no joke. So he just doesn't only use a hammer. He's willing to use a gun, too. Got it. Um so there is this one particular scene that for those of you who are like, should I watch this? It's definitely worth watching. But what I wanted to tell you was this is one scene that had me rolling. And I shall call this scene the Goonies from Hell. Uh, I am calling it the Goonies from Hell primarily because they're, the people who are out to get this kid Ovi are also children that have guns. Now, to some people, they may sound like, oh, that sounds crazy. How could they think of this concept? In other countries, yes. That actually does happen, including in America. I'm sure there's some little kid running around holding a gun. Now, is it in the same circumstances as the other countries? No. But um, this isn't anything new. But these little, like, mini gangsters are straight up jumping him. They got, like, motorcycles. They're trying their best to, uh, to beat him. And it's really funny because, <laughs> because Chris Hemsworth is, like, a giant. In fact, like, I don't even know how tall this dude is. But it's incredibly funny watching the scene because you're just sitting there like are they are they really gonna do this like oh yeah they're they're really no they're really gonna do this so they are determined uh august 11 1983 what's his height i need his height you i mean i know he's my husband but i don't even know how tall i am so don't judge me he's six three okay <laughs> he is six three um i'm five seven he's got a good foot on me so you can only imagine um uh how how silly and funny this this scene looks and the funny thing is you can tell he's not really trying to fight these kids so he's just basically slapping the shit out of them and it's almost like watching an immigrant or a poor person beat their kids like it's just the way how it looks it's just like you know like all those poor people or minority or immigrant jokes that we all tend to make like yeah my mom would have grabbed this and whipped me or that this like yeah did your mom ever whip you with this like what like it was like that scene, like, rolled into one. That's probably why I thought it was so humorous. Um, other people must have been like, ah! Like, for those who don't have that relation to those kind of stories. But um, that was probably my favorite scene. And then I was like, Goonies from Hell. I am loving this. I am absolutely loving this. So the film doesn't stay serious the entire time. So it has a little bit of fun, but not as much of silly fun in comparison to, like, if I had to pick a film like Crank. Uh, Crank was like so over the top and you're like alright dude just die like seriously you fall out of play like what is, what is this it wasn't anything like that the dialogue had it's humor because you see that this kid um, starts to develop a relationship with Tyler slash Chris Hemsworth my husband yeah I know he's supposedly supposed to be married but you know me and Elsa already discussed this we're cool uh, so <laughs> and so um, so a lot of this is it's very interesting, like, just watching this whole thing, like, kind of, like, unfold. 
And he ends up stuck, like, in the sewers, uh, trying to figure out how am I going to get this kid out of the city. I can't get him out of the city. The the police are uh, patrolling the rivers. The bridges are all being checked. Everyone is looking for this kid. Literally, you are the most popular boy at the party. And what ends up happening is... Uh, as he gets closer and closer, he tries to get help from a friend. Um, that doesn't work out. And eventually, eventually, he finally finds a way to get this kid to a bridge so he can get him out of the city, so he can get him to the chopper. And after all this, um, tribulations and this chaos and all this that's going on, his goal is to get this kid out. But during this entire time, you can see, still see that he's self-loathing. He still is like tearing himself apart. There's a lot of things that he's just like falling apart on and it's all deep inside. And, um, it's almost sad because one of the conversations he has with the kid uh, the kid ends up telling him, like, you don't drown because you fall in the river. You drown because you choose to stay submerged in it. And he just, like, looks at him. And I was just like, yeah, it's one of those moments when, like, adults are talking about something. And then a, a kid says something really wise. You're like, oh, wow, you're really smart. It was, like, one of those authentic moments. And I thought it was super cool. And I was like, all right, that's pretty awesome. Um, but in the end, uh, Chris gets exactly what it was that he had been searching for. And you're just like, wow, Okay. Kid teaches you a lesson, and you still go out and look for what it is that you want to aim for. Um, the acting uh, was 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 great. It wasn't like it was just like oh that was fake. Like I didn't get that feeling from them. Like not realistic. I mean because I mean I haven't been a mercenary like most of you who are listening, and I didn't go around like shooting people or trying to like slap kids like the goonies from hell, and then like you know trying to extract some like Indian uh, drug lord kids. So I haven't done that before. So for me, it seemed pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just hate whenever I see all these reviews. Not that you shouldn't be honest about a re- about a review. I just hate whenever I see reviews like it didn't seem realistic. Like, have you done that before? Because if you've jumped out of a building like that, like I am all down for listening to you. I I wanna I wanna hear your expertise in comparison. Uh-huh. Sorry, taking a sip. Uh, but I did think that the movie was a lot of fun. I think it's an excellent way to see uh, Chris Hemsworth in a different lighting. Um. And then what we're so accustomed to. He's very good at playing uh, playing humor, but it was very toned down. It was very uh, much more serious. It kind of gave me like, oh my God, he can totally be like the next uh, the next Brad Pitt, which is funny because the kid said that he thought his name should have been Brad, which I thought was really funny. And, I was, and the, the angle that they set it up at, I was like, he kind of looks like Brad. You guys do that on purpose. But... <laughs> um, but yeah, I can see him now sort of like fulfilling like a real action film more so like this. It's a little bit more serious outside of obviously the Marvel Universe, any other films that he's been doing. And I think he's doing a great job. Um, I love the the lead actor who played Ovi. I'm just going to keep saying Ovi because I can pronounce that a lot better than his actual name. And I'm so, 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 so sorry. But you did great, kid. You did super amazing. I thought he was, I thought he was super awesome. Um, it was on point because i can only picture like if i was a teenager like by the way you're kidnapped your dad's a drug lord and everyone wants you dead (laughs) enjoy um you i enjoyed watching the developed relationship between the two the characters uh between tyler and ovi just because you get to see that ovi starts to learn that he has no choice but to trust him but then genuinely starts to trust him there's a bond that builds between the two of them and i thought that was pretty awesome um there were no action scenes that were so out of pocket that you're like really dude really uh to me a lot of it seemed like it was a lot of fun it didn't take itself too seriously 
Um, they knew when to th- uh, throw the jokes in. So if I had to pick and you're like, oh man, I don't know what to do during this quarantine, I would definitely watch Extraction. It's a lot of fun. Um, and it's definitely worth it. Get the popcorn, you know, put some butter on it. I prefer perfectly white popcorn with coconut oil cooked into it. Oh my God, it's so delicious with salt. Um, but anyways, um, hope you guys have enjoyed this review. I hope, uh, to get more feedback from people. Uh, I already got a little bit of feedback that I should probably let people know in the beginning that I'm about to do a spoiler. And I did it just five minutes late. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. However, for those of you who are like, who is this crazy lady that I am listening to? My name is Cadma. Be sure to follow me on Instagram underneath Curly Cadma because, yes, I am a curly girl. And on TikTok, it is called Cadmania. That is C-A-D-M-A-N-I-A. And I am the owner of Bitten Apple TV. So if you can't find me underneath Cadma, Cadmania, Curly Cadma, you're like, how the f- do I spell that name? Look up Bitten Apple and get yourself bitten. Bye.